Hello, Podcast Legends, back with another episode today. We've got a race-ready on-bike training camp coming up this Saturday, which is full, I'm happy to say. We haven't been able to run too many of them over the last couple of years, obviously, with all the lockdowns. We started running them in 2020, and we had a good little stint in the, I guess, the first half of 2020 around the lockdowns. Then... We kind of lost our mojo a little bit with all the other lockdowns. And then this year's just been a super busy year because been back into racing, which has been awesome. So we finally got one squeezed in this year and we're looking to be running them consistently in 2023. So because we've got one coming up this weekend and haven't ran them for a couple of years, I've been revising the little booklet we hand out a little workbook to everyone that comes along so you get a physical copy to take home with you on just some basic notes on everything we cover so that's all of the stuff i cover and talk about around mindset nutrition training the skill component on the bike recovery and then also stell from on point moto he has his notes in there around all the stuff that he covers on chassis balance, suspension settings, and and all of that information. So we do cover a lot at these race-ready camps, and it's a lot to take in. So the idea of the resource is when you get home, you can revise it, and you've got the notes there to refer to and actually put some of the stuff into practice within your training and, and your routine once you get home. So I've been going through the book, and... The, one of the first things that pops up in the book, and it's one of the first things I talk about when we start a race-ready camp, and that is how our environment shapes our own potential. So I thought I would just do a little episode on this today because I think there's a lot of value here that plenty of you would be able to take away from this one. It's pretty simple, but it's a huge thing that I've learned in the last 10 years since I've actually decided to, I guess, not decided, but become more aware of how my environment shapes my own potential. So thinking, like looking back at my own racing career, like back at the start, there, I got some okay results and but i was never really great like it was there was always a separation between myself and like the guys who were winning so i got into pro class but i never felt like i was a pro racer if that makes sense i always felt like it was a a me like i was kind of a little bit below everyone else and those guys were in another class so the, a, big, a big part of that is simply because I never truly believed that I was capable of winning. So when I didn't believe that I was capable of winning, the environment I chose to surround myself in aligned with those thoughts. So I always told myself that I just raced for fun. And that's great. Like we, we certainly want to be racing for fun. But the reason I told myself I was racing for fun was because 
I didn't believe I was good enough to be a pro, to win a pro class outright, to win Hatter outright, to win an AORC. I never believed that was possible for me. So I never set up an environment that allowed me to do that. I set up an environment that allowed me to basically stay the same and have fun doing it. So of course I've got no regrets about that because everything happens for a reason. And if all of those things hadn't happened, I wouldn't be here today talking to you on this podcast, which is pretty cool. But looking back, I always look back now, I've learned so much in the last 10 years and I, I will try to figure out like how, if I could have done things better, like how could I have done them better? What would I have done better? So this whole idea of potential and environment, like again, like looking back, I always thought that those guys that were winning had something that I didn't. I thought they had some like natural talent or this freakish ability that I didn't have and that's why they were better than me. Now, again, I've learned over the last 10 years I've got to meet and work with some amazingly talented off-road athletes. I've got to meet and live with Rhino, Ryan Hughes, for a week and hang out with him. Um, Sebastian Tortelli, like all these amazing people that I've got to meet, pro athletes that I get to train, I get to hang out with, I get to ride with. And what the biggest thing I've learned from meeting all those people, hanging around all those people, they're no different to you or me. They're just they're they're just humans. And they're exactly the same as you or me. They laugh at the same dumb shit that we laugh at. They're normal human beings. They don't have there's there's nothing different. There's no I don't believe that they were born with this gift that you and I weren't born with. The difference is when we look at these people who excel in our sport, there's two big differences. The one one is they've believed in themselves. So they've believed that they can win. They believe that they can be the best. Two is they've simply spent more time than the average person perfecting the skill of riding a dirt bike. So everyone will say, oh, he's just a freak. He's got natural talent. But when you actually look and and ask them about what they did, quite often they've spent hours and hours and hours, like tens of thousands of hours riding the dirt bike, whether that was as a junior, potentially when they were growing up, their parents owned a property that they had a track in their backyard so they could ride every day after school or whatever it might be quite often like it's pretty rare to find someone that's like yeah you know i just rode like once a month once every two weeks and i've ended up being a world champion like that doesn't really happen the reason why they are so freaking good at riding a dirt bike is because they have dedicated their life to improving the skill on the dirt bike so i truly truly believe that we're all born with the same potential whether you're ricky carmichael daniel sanders like anyone you want to think of we've all been born with the same potential it's the environment 
that we set ourselves up in. So obviously we don't get to have as much control over that environment when we're kids. Like you might be lucky enough to be born in to a family that owns property with tracks all over it. Um, as opposed to born into a family that lives in the middle of the city and doesn't have that option. But at the end of the day, it's our environment that shapes us. And once we get become old enough, like 16, 17, 18, we have a lot more control over our environment that we choose to place ourselves in. So that environment, the people we surround ourselves in, the actions we take, the foods we eat, the way we train, the way we recover, the intent we bring to our riding on the dirt bike, that is going to allow our potential to be expressed. So what I've narrowed it down to is five main areas, and all of these kind of overlap a little bit, but these are the five main areas that I work on with my clients. So at the, I'll just quickly go through them. At the top of the list, is mindset then we've got nutrition we've got the body which is incorporates all of our physical training obviously mobility strength power our aerobic engine cardio training etc we've got recovery so again some of these overlap so our our basis of recovery is made up made upon our hydration our nutrition, and then obviously our sleep. Then you've got some other things that you can kind of, our one percenters like potentially some breath work, hot and cold therapy, maybe going to get a massage. Um, and then we've obviously got the skill, the skill of riding the dirt bike. So that's gonna come down to, like I mentioned before, the intent we bring to our riding technique and actually getting better at riding the dirt bike. It's going to come and the, uh, what's going to allow us to do that really well is having a growth mindset. So being open to learning and being able to accept failure as part of the process. That's what how I classify a growth mindset. And then like the good old 10,000 hours rule. Like I said before, like most people who are really freaking good at riding a dirt bike are really freaking good at it because they do it for hours and hours and hours every single week. Okay, so there are five main areas, the mind, the fuel, the body, the recovery, and the skill. So the reason why mindset is at the top is because our our mindset, the way we think about ourselves and what we believe about ourselves is going to influence the choices we make in all of those other areas. So the rider that believes he is capable of being a club champion in C grade is going to make very different choices in all of these other areas than the rider who believes he is capable of being a world champion. Okay, that's pretty easy to see. Pretty easy to understand, I should say. So. The habits you're going to create, the actions you're going to take to win a C-grade club championship, it's not going to cut the mustard if we want to win a world championship, okay? So 
It's super simple, but having some clarity around what it is you actually want to achieve. What do you want to achieve? It's totally fine. Like, don't get me wrong. Totally fine if you just want to be a club level dude and win a club championship. That's a very valid goal, but just be clear on that. Be clear on what it is you actually want to achieve. So obviously like someone like myself, I'm 42 now, like the ship sailed for me to win a world championship. I'm not going to win a world championship. I'm not going to win an ALRC championship. Like that's, it's too far out of reach for me now. But if I had been a lot clearer and had a lot more self-belief around what I actually wanted to achieve when I was 21, the chances of me becoming a world champion would have been a lot higher than what I actually ended up getting. I ended up getting some okay results, a couple of top 10s at Hatter, a couple of top fives and a podium in VORCs, but I was never the greatest. I was never the best. Like I said before, it was because I never believed that I could be that guy. So the environment I placed myself in was what influenced my potential to be expressed. So if you can be clear on that, be hyper clear. Because commonly what happens is two things. Either people will set goals that are too low or they'll just be completely on autopilot. They won't even set any goals. They'll just be like going through the motions and just think that I'll I'll just end up where I end up. I'll get the results that my potential is capable of because they fall into that trap of thinking, like I said, like I used to think that the guys that are the best, the guys that are winning have something that I don't naturally. They're born with some talent that I don't, which like I mentioned before, I don't believe in that. I believe when you're hyper clear on what you want and you understand how your environment influences your potential to be expressed, you can start to have some control over that. So you can be like, okay, I want to win an AORC or I want to win Hatter, whatever the goal is. What do I need to do in those four other areas with my nutrition, with my training, with my recovery, with my skill on the bike? What do I need to do in those four areas to make that a reality? Who do I need to learn from? What do I need to improve? Who are the people I can surround myself with that are going to allow me to move towards that outcome? It's pretty simple, really. Like it's a very simple process. If you can wrap your head around it, I think it's a key component of progression. And I believe there's like, there's heaps of people out there that are well below their potential because again, because they believe that there's something that they're missing or they don't have naturally that they weren't born with. So I thought I'd share that today. There's so much low hanging fruit in those 
those other areas. And that's what we talk about. I talk about at the, the race ready camps. And that's the reason I run the race ready camps because in my own experience, I've done some awesome coaching schools and learned a ton from the, from the coaches I've learned from in terms of riding technique. But it's super common that you go to a coaching school and all they do talk about is riding technique. When it's, don't get me wrong, super important, like crazy important, the riding technique. Like you would have heard me talk about it before as well. I'm all um, on board with the, the riding technique train. That's a massive component of safety and efficiency and improving speed. However, what allows us to practice that skill at a higher intensity for longer periods of time on the dirt bike is going to come down to all the other habits that we choose to set up in our environment through the week. So how are we training? How are we building our strength, power, aerobic capacity? How are we eating? Are we eating enough calories? We've got a good balance of macronutrients. Are we hydrated enough? Are we including electrolytes? And how are we recovering? Are we getting enough sleep? Uh, again, are we, are we hitting our nutrition targets consistently? So, and then obviously the, the mindset is a big component of that as well. Like how are we managing that on a day-to-day basis and, and within our riding as well? Like how focused are we when we're riding? All of those things that allows us to then practice the skill of riding at a much higher level for longer periods of time. If you're tired, if you're weak, if you're if you're malnourished and lacking energy, you're going to fatigue a lot earlier on the dirt bike and you're not going to be able to practice those skills at the level you need to practice them for very long. So for the average person, there's so much low-hanging fruit in those other areas that are going to allow us to be able to perform the skill of riding a dirt bike a lot better. So that's what we talk about at the race ready camps. The actual practical component is all on the dirt bikes. So we just have some discussion at these camps around what I've just spoken about and some discussion around the the other areas like um, training, nutrition, recovery, those things. The actual practical component is all riding the dirt bikes. So my goal moving forward is to have a facility that I have a gym set up on with tracks so I can run these camps and actually get the riders in the gym and train, go through all the the off-bike stuff as well as be able to go out onto the track, train, do our motos and work on the skill component as well. And then obviously have the nutrition, be able to go through all the meal prep, the the cooking and how to balance your calories and macronutrients as well. So be able to do all of that in one setting because I do think it's super important that people can learn about 
those other areas and get the practical component of that as well and then feel how that carries over onto the dirt bike. So that's my goal moving forward long-term. Until that happens, we will still be still be running the, the race-ready camps and just focusing on the, the on-bike component for the practical part with the skill. Um, so keep your keep your eyes peeled for some dates. So like I said, next year, the goal will be that we will run them a lot more consistently. We will we'll look to get sort of one a month in is the goal. Obviously, we're just kind of waiting on the race calendar to come out for 2023. So once we know what the, the major race schedule is like for VORCs and AORCs, we'll be able to sort of plan around that a little bit and work on getting some locations and some dates locked in. So we'll keep you guys posted with them as we know a little bit more. Otherwise, we will see you on the next podcast. Got a couple of good ones coming up next week, a couple more interviews with riders that I'm sure you'll get plenty out of and also a couple coming up down in the pipeline in a couple of weeks with some some other coaches around training as well. So plenty of good ones coming up. Otherwise, I'll see you on the next podcast. Hope you all crush the week.